Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. We are continuing, Bazalwane, with our theme, the Holy Spirit. What a beautiful theme it is. We have already established the fact that we need to receive the Holy Spirit. We need to um, fellowship with the Holy Spirit and uh, we must make sure that uh, we understand what he is all about and that he is our advantage as the saints here on earth. Amen. And this morning, um, I'm going to be talking to us under the subject, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Come on, say the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does not want to just lie dormant in the inside of us. Upon receiving Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, and upon receiving the Holy Spirit in the inside of us and upon us, he does not want to just be there and lie dormant, but he wants to manifest himself. That is his will, that is his desire. He wants to manifest himself in and through our lives. It is, in fact, when he is lying dormant in, in the inside of us, he is not happy because he is a worker. The Holy Spirit is a worker. You will realize that he was even hovering uh, during the time of uh, creation in the book of Genesis. It is because he is a worker. He does not want to sit still and do nothing. Even with our lives, even in the inside of us, even upon us, he does not want to just sit still, but he wants to work. And he works through the manifestations that he manifests himself through or that he manifests himself with. Somebody say amen. amen. So he does um, this through the, what we usually call the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So he manifests himself through his gifts. Turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. We are going to read verse number 4 to verse number 7. 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, verse number 4 to verse number 7. The Bible says there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are uh, diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Verse number seven, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Please read verse number seven with me. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Come again. But the manifestation of the Spirit 
is given to each one for the profit of all. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to evangelists. No. Is the manifestation of the Spirit given to those who are in the fivefold ministry? Does the Bible say the manifestation of the Spirit is only given to those who preach the gospel? But it says the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. That includes you and I. That includes each and every one of us. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. Speak to us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We trust in you, Spirit of the living God, that you will reveal to us what is it that God would want us to know. Anoint us afresh and anew, both to speak and to hear your word in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May it come unto the transformation of our lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen. So we need to know about the spiritual gifts because the Bible says it is given to each one. The Bible says the Spirit gives to each one. So it is important that we all know about the spiritual gifts that are given to us by the Holy Spirit that God has given to us. It is often said that knowledge is power because knowledge gives capacity. Knowledge gives a staying power. If there is something that you know that others do not know, you always have an advantage. Knowledge gives you capacity because when you know something, you are not tossed to and fro by anything that comes because you are anchored in the knowledge that you possess. You know what sustained job was the knowledge of his redeemer. He says, I know that my redeemer lives. He said, I know that my redeemer lives. So his capacity came from the knowledge of his redeemer. His capacity to stand whatever it is that he was going through, it was in the knowledge of his redeemer. So knowledge is key and indeed knowledge is power. Somebody say amen. amen. Even Apostle Paul wanted us to be knowledgeable when it comes to the spiritual gifts. That is why he then says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, verse number 1, where we read in verse number 1, he says, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Because when we are ignorant of what belongs to us, when we are ignorant of that which is available for us, we can die without knowing what is it that is available for us. We can die with things that can actually be able to take us out of trouble, but we do not know about them. It is like someone who has an inheritance. I'm talking about the correct and the proper inheritance. I'm talking about true inheritance. I'm not talking about the SMSs that they are busy sending us trying to scam us, saying that you have an inheritance that does not exist. Somebody say amen. 
So when you have a true inheritance but you do not know about, you will be poor with everyone else who is poor because you don't know about your inheritance. So knowledge will always help you to tap into that which belongs to you. So Paul said he does not want us to be ignorant uh, when it comes to spiritual gifts. He specified that ignorant here to must never come close to knowing about the spiritual gifts. So in other words, he was saying, let us familiarize ourselves with the spiritual gifts. Let us be knowledgeable when it comes to the spiritual gifts because they are going to help us in our walk with God and they are going to help us even in our lives in general. And then in verse number two, it says, you know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. So that um, he wants us not to be ignorant so that we don't confuse things with the beliefs that we used to believe in. Many of us, before we got saved, before we were endowed with the Holy Spirit, there are belief systems that we followed. But if we are ignorant of spiritual gifts, we can take those ideologies and those uh, 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 um, uh, things that we, we believed in before we were, we were saved and we can think that they are what God wants for us. And we can think that uh, that, that, that is the spirituality that we have also come into, only to find that it's just the beliefs that we, use, we used to believe in. So we, we can easily miss what is available for us, even though we are filled with the Holy Spirit of God as believers, if we are ignorant of what the Holy Spirit is able to manifest in and through our lives. Somebody say amen. amen. Now there are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit that are, that are listed in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. You will, you will go home and I recommend that you read the whole chapter. Amen. amen. There are nine gifts and you will see them uh, from verse number 8 to verse number 10. And these gifts are then categorized into three groups according to their manifestations. Number one, it's the gifts that are of revelation. And then it's the power gifts. And then it's the gifts of, of utterance. So that is how the Holy Spirit manifests himself. The gifts of revelation are the word of knowledge, Word of wisdom and discernment. These are the gifts that then reveal something. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, verse number 8, the Bible says, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. And then in verse 10 it says, To another discerning of spirits and then the power gifts the power gifts are healing the gifts of healing gifts of faith and the working of miracles 
Those are the power gifts. These are the gifts that do something. These are the gifts that do something. In verse number nine, you will find them. It says, another faith by the same spirit. To another gifts of healings by the same spirit. To another, the working of miracles. And then we have the gifts of utterance. The gift of utterance, the gift of tongues, gift of interpretation, and the gift of prophecy. These gifts are the gifts that say something. These are the gifts that say something. Verse number 10 says, to another prophecy, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But today, even as I have listed all of them to you, all nine of them in all the three categories, I just want us to focus on this one category and God is going to bless us and our lives indeed are never going to be the same. Today we are focus, focusing on the gifts that are revelation gifts. Somebody say revelation gifts. Revelation. So you are blessed when you have the manifestation of the spirit through the, through the, 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 the revelation gifts. Somebody say amen. amen. So we are going to take the word of knowledge. Why do we need to contend for the word of knowledge? It is because there are things that are hidden from us. And then there are things that are hidden for us. In God, there are things that are hidden from us. They are things that belong to God. But there are things that belong to us, but they are hidden from, for us. The things that are hidden from us are the mysteries that we can never be able to understand. They are hidden from us because they only belong to God and God in, only in his own wisdom is able to work them out. That is why one day he asked Job and said, okay, now you think you know. Tell me, how does a, 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 how does a baby grow in the inside of, of the womb? How does the bones come together in the in Where do they come from actually? Can you ask yourself even right now, where do the bones come from? Such a hard thing that is very hard to be broken. Where does it come from in the womb of a mother? It's a mystery. It belongs to God. That is why we need not to ever try and solve things that belong to God. We will crack our heads when we try to even understand the things that belong to God alone. There are things that you just need to understand that this is a God thing, it's a mystery. All I need to do is just to do my part. Just like when, you are make, when, when, when we are multiplying and we are becoming fruitful doing the word that he says we must do. We don't go back and check if the baby has got bones in the inside of us. Because it's a mystery. 
Maybe even in your life, you've been trying to even try and figure out some things. Why is this happening to me? Why is God saying I must do this? Other things you don't have to understand. They are for God. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 29, verse number 29, the Bible says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever. Then we may do all the words of this law. So God reveals so that he can redeem. God does not just reveal anything to us so that we can just have had knowledge. That is why thinking that uh, when you have had knowledge, you can be able to walk the walk with God, you must think again. If you think that when you have had knowledge, you can be able to even navigate through life, you, you must think again. But you must always ask God to reveal some things to you so that he can redeem you. That is why when we got saved, when our redemption happened, it was because he revealed his love for us. And he revealed that he died for us and his blood can wash away our sins forever. That is why then he revealed to us and then he redeemed us. It is because each time he reveals something, it is so that he can redeem. He also reveals so that he can provide. God reveals so that he can provide. God reveals so that we may know what's available for us in the kingdom. Sometimes, we, as I said, if you have an inheritance and you don't know, you may live a life of a pauper, even though you are the, the, the son of a king, because you do not know who you are. So when God reveals to you some things, and when God reveals to you who you are in him, it is because he wants you to know what is it that is available for you in his kingdom. First Corinthians chapter number two, verse number nine, the Bible says, but as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into a heart of a man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Verse number 10 says, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit, for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. So the things that we cannot tap into when it comes to our walk with God, the spirit of God is able to tap into those things for us and download the revelation and show us what is it that God has for us. It says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has it entered into a heart of a man, but God reveals them into us by his spirit. So it is by his spirit that we will know what is it that God has in store for us. It is by his spirit that we will know what is it that is the will of God for our lives. Somebody say amen. amen. So when we are talking about the word of knowledge, we are talking about a supernatural revelation by the spirit of God. Uh, and it is a revelation of certain facts in the mind of God. So this does not come naturally. This is not natural knowledge. This is not a natural IQ. 
This is not when you cram the Bible and you cram the Bible verses. But it is when supernaturally you get a revelation by the Spirit of God of effect. I'm even reminded when Elijah slept and the Bible says he did not know that he was under an open heaven. The Bible says the heavens opened and, uh, and there was a ladder and the angels were descending and ascending. Hallelujah. And, uh, and, he's, and he woke up and said, surely the presence of the Lord is here. And I knew it not. But by revelation, then you will know. Then he knew that this is Bethel. It's an encounter. Amen. An encounter. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. It is the knowledge of what already exists. The knowledge about facts, about people. Knowledge about places or things that are in the past or in the present. Knowledge that already exists but hidden to the natural eye. So when the Holy Spirit gives you the gift of the word of knowledge, you are able to tap into the spiritual realm and see the things that already exist but they are hidden for the natural eye. So in other words, you then have a spiritual eye. You're the kind of a person that when others open their eyes to see what's physical, you open your eyes to see what's spiritual by the word of knowledge. Somebody say, amen. amen. So in other words, there are things that are hidden for the natural eye, but they already exist in God and they are for you. For an example, if you are a young man and you are looking for a, a wife, the wife already exists in the mind of God. The wife is already there in the spiritual realm. It's just that she is hidden uh, in the natural eye. That is why you need to open your spiritual eyes so that then you can see. But there are those who don't even open their spiritual eyes. They are scared that they are going to see what is hidden for them. But I want to encourage you this morning that what is hidden for you is good. Open your eyes and see. Open your eyes. And see, somebody say amen. amen. Hidden from the natural eye, but exists. How many things that are existing in the spiritual realm? In the spiritual realm, but our eyes are not opened. We do not have that what, the, what the gift of the spirit has to offer, which is the word of knowledge. But this morning I see someone walking in the word of knowledge, whereby you will know what is it that is available for you? What is it that is hidden for you? Because God says, as much as no eye has seen, as much as no ear has heard, but he reveals these things through his spirit. So when 
having a relationship with the Spirit of God is so beneficial for us in this world because then we are able to see things that others can see through the word of knowledge. Somebody say amen. So sometimes we get hindered by things in our lives. Sometimes we get hindered in our ministries, in our businesses, in our careers, and we find ourselves stuck, and we find ourselves without any solution. Listen to what the Bible says in the book of Acts, chapter number 10, verse number 19. It says, while Peter thought about the vision, the Spirit said to him, behold, three men are seeking you. Verse number 20, arise therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Peter did not know about these men. Peter did not know even these men at all. But then by the Spirit of God, he got the word of knowledge to say, they are seeking for you, but they might not find you. So you need to go down and meet with them. So it might happen that you might end up not even realizing your potential because you did not stand up and go meet your potential. But by the, not by the word of knowledge, God can tell you that here is your potential and you need to arise, you need to stand up and go meet your potential. Many of us are, 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 are hindered by so many things, but if we can just open our spiritual eyes, we can see what is it that we need to do and we will arise and be able to do all of those things. God can reveal to you through his Holy Spirit. He can reveal the facts that are not obvious to you. He can reveal facts that are concerning everything that is hindering you in your life, in your business, in your marriage, in your career, or in any sphere of your life. And then it will bring about a solution to the challenges that you are facing. It will remove the barriers and it will remove the hindrances and it will remove them forever because you now know that when such a thing hinders you, what is it that is available for you to get rid of that hindrance? It is such a powerful thing to activate the gift of the spirit in the inside of us. We are going to have an advantage and an upper hand in quite a lot of things. Maybe even as we speak right now, many of us are in difficult situations and we need a word of knowledge so that we can move forward. Some of us are stuck. Some of us don't know what to do. Some of us have found ourselves on the crossroads some of us really are stuck. It's not that we love saying we don't know what to do, but we truly don't know what to do. But I'm here this morning to announce to you that the Spirit of God wants to work and he wants to manifest himself through the word of knowledge so that you will know what to do. Somebody say amen. So that you will know that you need 
to move forward. A difficult situation or a difficult circumstance or a hindrance when it comes to a spirit-filled child of God is something that can even be taken away in the twinkling of an eye. Why? Because God, the spirit of God, the Bible says he searches all things. So the things that we do not know, he knows. So when we go to him, we don't have to crack our heads. He will show us the way and he will tell us what to do and he will say to us arise and go forward somebody say amen. amen God reveals a word he does not reveal the whole sentence that is why it says it is a word of knowledge if there is someone who tells you that they know everything those run away from those people it is only God who is all knowing there are people who say, I know everything about you. No matter how spiritual it may sound, those people are manipulative and those people, I don't know what is it that they want from you, but they are lying. There is no human being who can know everything and about everyone. It is impossible. So if anyone says to you they know everything about you, it is not correct. It is God who knows. It is a word of knowledge. He, he gives you a word which is a fragment. It's not a complete thing. It's a fragment. It's a piece of a puzzle that needs to fit into the bigger picture. It cannot be the whole thing. It's only God who knows the whole thing. So he reveals a word, which means just a fragment, not everything, but all that you need to know so that in that point you may know what to do. The Bible says that we must be like the sons of Issachar. They had the understanding of the times so that they may know what Israel must do. It was through the word of knowledge that they are supposed to sit or they are supposed to go forward. Are they supposed to take the armies or are they supposed to not take the armies? Are they supposed to go to war or are they not supposed to go to war? They won't know the whole thing. Whether God, how is God going to give them to going to give their enemies to them but they knew that if he says we must go it was David who knew something when you know something you gain capacity I said earlier on so the word of knowledge is very important when you go to your closet and you contend for the word of knowledge you will come out like David who knew something about God as much as he was a teenager, as much as he was a young boy, but he went there because he knew something and said, what am I going to get? If there's anyone who will take down this giant, what is that person going to get? There are things that you can only get because of the knowledge that you have. He knew something. He knew that there is a God who was with me. Nepal. He knew that there was a God who was with me with a lion. And then he saw Goliath so small. If you know something, you will go to the business world and see the giant small. If you know something about God, you will go to the ministry and see the giants of ministry small. If you know something about God, you will go to whatever it is that he sends you to and see any kind of Goliath there very small because you have a knowledge 
of something. You are going with the word. He, he went there and he said, you come to me with javelin and all sorts of things, but I come in the name because he knew that the name did not fail him before. If you know something, you can do and carry out great and mighty exploits. Contend for the word of knowledge from the spirit. Somebody say amen. God will say at this point, you may move. You may go forward. One step at a time. That is why sometimes you don't even know what tomorrow holds. But you are just obeying that which you know for now. And sometimes it's very scary because you don't know what's going to happen. But when you know something about God, you will say, oh, okay, we are one step. I'll take one step and wait. And he says, take another step. You take another step, another step and you wait. Why? Because you know something about God. Somebody say amen. Number two, the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom. Where did my time go? Hey, the word of wisdom is a supernatural revelation by the spirit of God concerning the divine purpose and plan in the mind and in the will of God. This gift always speaks of the future. Acts chapter number 11, verse number 28, the Bible says, Then one of them named Agabus stood up and showed by the Spirit that there was going to be a great famine throughout all the world, which also happened in the days of Claudius Caesar, 29. Then the disciples, each according to his ability, determined to send relief to the brethren dwelling in Judea. This, verse number 30, this they also did and sent, and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas, and Saul. So the Holy Spirit can reveal to you concerning what is coming. The Holy Spirit can reveal to you concerning what is going to happen. You have that advantage that you will know things before they take place, that you will know things before they happen. But the problem with us as saints, even though we have this advantage, even though God gives us the word of wisdom, we don't do anything about it. That is why even when we come to church and God gives us through his word, through the preaching of his word, he gives us a word of wisdom, but we never go back to prepare. Just like the disciples here, the Bible says it was revealed to them that there was coming famine, but then they put measures in place to exempt themselves. Somebody say amen. The Bible says they even went and gave to the elders so that uh, using the hands of Barnabas and Saul so that they may make sure that it does not affect them. Somebody say amen. The Holy Spirit will reveal to you concerning things that may even come upon you as a surprise and maybe even destroy you 
or destroy your business or destroy your life or destroy your marriage and you can see them from afar and then you can then put measures in place to fortify yourself so that you don't become a victim of all of those things. So that is the problem that we have, that even though the Spirit of God works so hard to show us what is to come, to show us what's going to happen, and to show us how can we fortify ourselves, to show us how can we exempt ourselves, but we sit down and we never do and put the measures in place that the Spirit of God has revealed to us, because every Everything that we need is in the word of God. So if the future is not looking as the, as the one that is favorable to us, we can go back to God and say, how can I exempt myself from this one? When you have a word of knowledge, when you know what is happening, then you exempt yourself. Then you need to prepare and prepare now. That it was by the word of wisdom that Noah built the ark. Even when everyone had said to him, you are being stupid. What you are saying has never happened. But by the word of wisdom, it was the spirit of God that revealed to him to say there is something that is called rain that is coming. And you need to fortify yourself and your family. He was so generous and he said many others can come. But they, many of them were even laughing at him. But it, is by, it was by the Spirit of God that he knew that something like that was going to happen. Lo and behold, when the rain came and the floods hit, he was secured. He sat there. The Bible says, even though there were waves because of the, the, of the and, 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 and the ship was, uh, the ark was shaking, but at the end of the day, it sat on Mount Ararat and it sat completely and it was secured. Noah and his family were secured. It does not matter what is happening around you. Through the word of wisdom revealed by the Spirit of God, you can exempt yourself. And even if things are happening in a rough way all around you, you can rest assured. I can even imagine Noah sitting in the ark doing, uh, going about his own business, doing whatever it is that he wanted to do, eating whatever he wanted to eat. Everyone was crying for their lives. Amen. Whereas Noah was secured Amen. in the ark Amen. by reason of the word of wisdom. Something is coming in the future. Amen. Fortify yourself. Some of us, we don't even want to tithe and the devourer in petrol is coming. The devourer in high interest rate is coming. But that is how we fortify ourselves in the kingdom of God. But we choose to ignore that which God is showing us to exempt ourselves as believers. Spirit-filled as we are, we cannot use it to our advantage to fortify ourselves and to exempt ourselves from things that the enemy is bringing in, bringing fast and furious. As though we do not have the spirit of God. God forbid. Hey! God forbid. So we see all the necessary adjustments that we need to make. We see all the necessary 
preparations that we need to make in the now so that we can benefit greatly when the word is fulfilled. So by the word of wisdom, we can indeed exempt ourselves. Number three, discerning of spirits. I'm closing. Discerning of spirits. When we talk about the gift of the discerning of spirit, talking about having a supernatural insight into the spiritual world. Having a supernatural insight into the world of the spirit, into the spirit world. To discern means to perceive by seeing or by hearing. When you are a discerning person, it means you can perceive either by seeing or by hearing. Acts chapter number 16, verse number 16. The Bible says, now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her master's much profit by fortune telling. Verse number 17, this girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, these men are the servants of the most high God. Telling the truth, right? Saying to the disciples, these men are the, most, are the servants of the most high God who proclaim to us the way of salvation, saying the right thing. And verse number 18 says, and this she did not, she, and this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. So this girl was busy following them, saying the right thing. Proclaiming the right thing about them. But the spirit that was giving her the information was not the correct spirit. The Bible says it was the spirit of divination. So this she has been doing for her masters for a very long time. And everyone started believing probably that she's used of God because she's saying the right things. So there are many spirits out there who can say the right things. So saying the right thing does not mean that it is from the correct source. There are many people who can say the right things to you only to find that their source is not the spirit of God. What will help you is the spirit of discernment. When the gift of the descending of spirit comes upon you, that even if a person says the right thing, but you are annoyed like Paul. To say, and so, we have us Labanto to Mangabusanga and Abba supermarket. But he, Bukundangi Bonanga, and Galungeg, Gias Bonanam, Galus Bonangawe. Yes, yes, descend, because every word has got a spirit. So as you accept the word, you are also accepting the spirit. The Bible says Paul was greatly annoyed 
by the correct thing the girl was saying. But the spirit behind, he did not want it to defile him. He knew that he carried the spirit of God in the inside of him. And therefore, he did not want any other spirit to come and disturb him. Many of us, we listened to people who gave us the words and the spirit after that. That is why we are now like them. We now have got problems even in our minds like them. Because we listened. And when we were listening, we were also catching the spirit. Discernment is very important in our lives. No matter how much a person can claim to love you, you must discern what are they saying. Even a person seated next to you right here at church, there are people who have a spirit of manipulation. There are people who have a spirit of gossip. They can tell you a right thing, but in a spirit that is wrong. And they can leave you with something that is going to hinder you from progressing in the things of God. Somebody say, no way. How many prophets do we have? who claim to know it all. They say the right things, but from which spirit? That is why we need to discern. Supernatural manifestations can be from many sources, many sources. We need to discern. We need the discerning of spirit so that we can know which spirit is behind a supernatural manifestation. Even if people can even claim to fly, even if we can see them with a naked eye flying, but what spirit is showing them how to fly? Why must God make us fly instead of walking here on earth because he sent us here on earth? Why must we fly? For what? How how does it benefit you? If I start flying right now, many of us will clap hands, but you will go back to your problems. God cares less about what we can do. He wants to use us to do what he wants to do to his people. We need to discern. Need to discern. Discerning of spirit. Don't be excited by any supernatural manifestation. Be discerning. And I pray this morning that the spirit of revelation may come upon each and every one of us. In the name of Jesus Christ, that we may be able to possess all the gifts that the Spirit of God has in store for us. May the Spirit of revelation come upon us in such a way that we will know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. May the Spirit of revelation come upon us that we may go back to our businesses and be those who hold an advantage. May the spirit of revelation come upon us because that's the process towards the manifestation of that which God has in store for us. Each time you come to church and you have an encounter with God, an encounter is going to give birth to revelation. That is why you must be the lover of the word of God. That is why you must be the lover of the house of God. That is why you must be a lover of the speakings of God so that then you can have an encounter and after having an encounter you may experience revelation and
And after you have experienced revelation, then faith will come. Faith, when faith comes, then it leads you to action. And after it has led you to action, then you get your results. The revelation process, you cannot escape until, because it is a process to getting the results. Sometimes we want to jump the spirit of revelation and one result is going to take us very long. We must contend for the spirit of revelation and say, Lord, show me how to do it. Even though they say uh, there is no such thing as failure, but I feel like sometimes there is no need for us to fail even in the first place. If we can just allow the spirit of God to give us revelation on how to do it, when to do it, and with who to do it. Because sometimes other people may look the part, but they are not in the plan of God for our lives. And therefore we hinder many things in our lives because we are busy going after people whom God has not planned for our lives. But if we discern and we have the spirit of revelation, then we will get results. It's a formula. It's part of getting results. You cannot escape unless you funu pupureta. Yeah. We are pupulets, we are pupulets, we are pupuleta. We are shy gangapa. We are shy gangapa. I don't know about you as we stand. Mina angsa funuk shayeka. Angsa funuk shay gangapa. Nangapa. We have an advantage called the Holy Spirit of God. And he is able to give us the spirit of revelation. He is able to give us the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, and the discerning of spirits. And therefore we can make godly decisions and we can thrive in life. Somebody say amen. Lift up your hands and pray. The spirit of revelation. Ask for the spirit of revelation to come upon you. Shandaya sakatereke sharabasaya. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.